Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. This is a Lip Media podcast. You're listening to All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. I'm Andrea Gillis. And I'm Step Page. We're two Canadian expats now living in Australia and the UK. Between the two of us, we've been through the ringer in our travels, experiencing missed flights, volcanic eruptions, and even a terrorist attack. It's not all that extreme, though. We've also experienced heartwarming, life-changing moments and met amazing people along the way. So kick back and listen to All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. Welcome to another episode of All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. I'm Andrea. And I'm Steph. And Steph and I are no longer together. She's left me. She's back in Australia. She made it back before all the travel bans. Um, And if you listened to the last couple episodes that we've done, first of all, let's just... I'd like to point out when we did the coronavirus episode, this was actually before all the craziness and all the travel bans. And I mean, everything just like, kicked off really the past quickly two weeks have been full on yeah um and i know in that episode we were kind of at that point saying oh you know maybe take advantage of uh cheap flights you with everything going on we are not saying to do that now it's we are past that point so if anyone yeah. did if anyone's a couple weeks behind on episodes uh, and before you call us out for saying you know that we're irresponsible this that was recorded a few weeks it was back. not what it is now no yeah um i think anyone who has flights books definitely while you can take advantage of the credits that companies are offering yeah rather than canceling take advantage of the credits take advantage of the um the waived fees mm. and just assume you're doing nothing for six months yeah really let's yeah. uh yeah everyone if you if, don't don't book any flights anywhere everyone should be following the social distancing rules at this point uh, self-quarantining if you're showing symptoms um as we know steph and i were not feeling great uh steph's back in no. melbourne now and steph you actually went and got tested today um, to see if you tested uh, positive for coronavirus, and in which case, I guess we'll find out if that's what you and I were <laughs> actually suffering from um, for the whole time that you were here, which really sucked. It put like such a damper on our uh, our annual 
Got together. Get together. We did nothing. We did literally nothing. <laughs> Everything we were supposed to do got canceled. Um, as we mentioned in previous episodes, we were supposed to go in and record in the ACAST studios. Obviously, that got canceled real quick. Um, we just had tons of stuff planned that we couldn't go and do, but we were together at least um, in my flat, yeah. self-quarantining, and just trying to get better because whatever it was that we had, and we don't know if it was coronavirus yet, but... It really knocked us out for a while. Um, yeah. And thankfully, you were feeling a lot better by the time your flight came around to go back to Melbourne. You got checked at the airport before you got on the plane uh, and you were considered fit to fly. Well, what was what was the deal with that? Yeah, well, so so my make or break for making the flight was if I had a fever, I wasn't going to go. And thankfully, my fever broke before I was supposed to fly. Mm-hmm. And... So I went to the airport because I know they were checking everyone for symptoms. And but I got to say they were a lot more casual about it than I was expecting them to be. And I don't know if it's just because at this point in travel this week, almost everyone traveling are people flying to their home countries. Right. They're trying to get home. It's it's not these aren't people going anywhere for fun, for business. These are mm. people getting to their home country. Um, but yeah, I thought they'd be a lot stricter. I did wear a face mask because I had a bit of a cough still Mm -hmm. and I had no one sitting beside me on any flight. I was going to say I've heard like for anyone that has been flying back. So I've got a couple friends uh, traveling at the minute and they're flying back to the UK um, while this is all happening. And and they've said like flights are pretty much they're empty, like they're not on full flights. So it's actually Mm. like you said, for those people trying to get home, it's a lot easier to keep that sort of social distance. Um, yeah. But a plane, I mean, obviously we know that's, as we've said, it's a Petri dish. Um, yeah. So I would hope that everyone is wearing masks and actually washing their hands when they're, after they go to the bathroom yeah. and the work. Being super vigilant. Yeah. Um, well, I did make it home and then I felt pretty good. I thought I was on the up and up. And then last night I uh, started having some stronger symptoms again, which is why I went in today. Mm. And I got to say, I know we're waiting for the results. I'm acting, I'm assuming it is coronavirus. Yeah. I mean, if we, if we got like influenza A during a coronavirus pandemic, that would just be the (laughs) The coincidence of that. Yeah. Which is what some people, like when I've told, like we were feeling sick, you know, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that we got it. We like, I had Every symptom we had the fever, the body aches, the fatigue, the the, the loss, the loss of uh, smell and taste. Which do you remember, Steph? I I had that a couple weeks ago, and it wasn't really yeah. considered a symptom yet. And now it's actually popping up a lot more, where they're saying, actually, people that are testing positive for this have said that they had mm-hmm. that same symptom. So everything was sort of ticked off the the list. Um, and I had people saying to me like, oh, you probably you probably just have a bad cold. I'm like, well, why would that be the probable cause if right now people, there is a pandemic? People, like, it's not that crazy to think that we did. I do have it or you have it. There's people who just like to be that person. Like, they always have to chime in. I got a few messages, only two, not a lot, from people saying like, oh, well, have you tested positive? Yeah. And I wanted to be like, 
go fuck yourself. Do you, you don't even know what's been happening with me? Like, why are you even chiming in? You're not welcome. Goodbye. Well, <laughs> and and the thing is as well, someone said that to me and I said, well, no, we all know they're not doing tests in the UK. And I'm like, when you yeah. have a cold, do you go and get tested for a cold? Like if you're showing symptoms of any type of illness, you can usually self-diagnose it. And right now, while there's mm. a global pandemic happening, with this virus that's spreading like fucking wildfire and I'm ticking off literally every symptom and I've never been sick the same way I've been sick with the last couple of weeks, not under really understanding what it is. Why wouldn't it be that? You know? So I know my favorite thing about this is just like even the self isolating for people who aren't sick, kind of the reflection this time causes mm. because one person who said it to me, as soon as I read their message, my immediately, my immediate thought in my head was, Oh, you are such a gnat of a human being. Mm. And then I was like, why am I friends with this person? Like if I think they're a gnat of a human being, yeah, why am I friends with them? So then I took it on me and I just decided I'm like, no out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, we're, you'll get your results in a couple days, so I guess by yes. uh, next week's episode we'll know for sure if what we had was coronavirus yeah. or maybe it was... I mean, maybe, Steph, maybe you and I were just allergic to each other. <laughs> well, I'll say, when I did the test today, so it takes three to five business days to get the results, which surprised me. I thought it would be a bit sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, when I did the test today, it's very invasive. I mean... It's totally manageable. You can do it, but it's just quite invasive. I got home and I almost wish I didn't do it. (laughs) I was like, what difference is it going to make now for me to test positive other than being part of the statistic? Yeah. Um, Because I've got to be on the tail end of this. It's been 12 days. Yeah. Well, that's how long mine was. I mean, only today am I just starting to feel like fully normal like I still have a bit of a cough but I can finally like breathe again like I was getting short of breath even going up uh, the you know a couple flights of stairs I have coming into my flat Uh, I mean I went to the shop yesterday and I was still getting really out of breath so it's just like Mm -hmm. it and that's the thing where it's when you're sick and it's it didn't feel like any other like illness I've had before it was just it was and it went on for so long and it just one minute you feel like you're feeling better and then it just kind of hits you again in waves so um i guess in your case it's good to know though uh if you are getting the test done because i know there's people that i had been in contact with in the last few weeks and they're also starting to feel ill um so at Mm, least if we know one person gets the test done meaning you if you test positive then i know i probably had it then the people i know like you can at least trace it back and i guess it's just peace of mind at this point right so and in the uk again they're not testing anyone right so at least in australia you were able to get that test done well i definitely was priority because i just returned from overseas so since i was just in europe i was that that piece alone qualified me to get tested right since i'm presenting symptoms so so yeah we'll find out we'll keep everyone updated i mean just for shits and giggles it is what it is yeah um but obviously, as a result of this, and like you said, the past two weeks have been surreal in terms of the worldwide changes we've seen when it comes to travel. Yeah, and how quickly that has changed. And again, as I said, what we were saying like in two weeks ago in the episode, being like, take advantage of this. Go book a flight. Uh, two weeks oh. later, it's like, do not listen to that advice. Um, because yeah. we're now seeing travel bans uh, across the board. Um and that's what we, you know, we're a travel podcast, 
But at a time like this, where the travel industry is ultimately going to take probably a massive hit, huge hit. hit. So we want to, we're going to talk about travel bans, what it means. And, you know, looking, obviously it's a, it's a negative thing, but we're going to maybe look at some of the positives that can come out of it at at the, (laughs) at the, when we see the light at the end of the tunnel. Well, I'll start, I'll jump off to start. So I'll just... Obviously, we don't want to talk too much about specific countries and what bands they have in place because this is evolving day by day. Even if we get we record this episode and it's out today, it'll be outdated by tomorrow with how quickly everything's changing. But for anyone who's still overseas, just a couple things to take into account because a lot of people are thinking of these travel bans as, oh, Canada has banned you know, everyone, but citizens can return home, so I can still go home. Okay, yes, true. But Mm. airlines are grounding international flights. So even though you can go home, you may not be able to get a flight home. Right. Or you you might be in a country because some countries are closing their borders, not just from the outside in, but from the inside out. So you may be able to get a flight home in an outside country but not be able to leave a small country you're in so for example i know someone who's in poland who can't get out because they close the airport i have like i've got a friend in in australia right now my other friend Steph, and Mm -hmm. she's having a really hard time getting a flight back to the uk so she's had a couple flights canceled um because it depends on like the route where they need to go so one was supposed to stop in hong kong and i think that got canceled so she's having a hard time even from Australia and the UK getting back. So she's still over there. I don't, I don't know what she's going to do. I'm assuming yeah, she'll well, eventually find a flight, but well, Qantas has grounded all international flights from March 31st onwards. So she has to get back before that date or she's almost SOL. So maybe she'll be coming and moving in with me here. Maybe. But, um, well, and that's, that's what and thing. And I think th- people don't realize either, though. Like, what? Some people are like, well, why don't you just uh, stay where you are? Like, I have another friend traveling right now, and he's in South America. And they're like, why doesn't he just mm-hmm. stay and continue his travels? Well, we talked about this before, but travel insurance, mm-hmm. they're not, you're not going to be covered. Uh, if no. you are traveling still and you something happens and you get sick and something related to coronavirus – um, your insurance isn't going to cover you. And this is why people are going home. You know, what better yeah. place to be? And what they're saying is people need to be at home right now. So that's the reason where I don't think some, you know, some people have kind of questioned like, well, why do people need to go home if they're traveling? That's why you don't want to yeah. risk it. And oh my gosh. And that's the thing. So as soon as um, a government declares avoid all non-essential travel, which almost at this point, Almost every government has. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Your insurance is null and void. Exactly. So... And that's why as well, some people had said like, well, like if Steph was feeling sick, like should she have flown back or shouldn't she have just waited in the UK? And I'm like, well, and that's where it was a bit of a catch 22 for you because you're like, I have the symptoms. However, you're not going to be covered on the NHS over in the UK if something even worse were to happen. You needed to go back to Australia. Yeah. So I didn't really tell many people I was sick. I mean, people listening to the podcast had an idea, but... Um, I didn't tell a lot of my close friends or family that I was sick because quite frankly, I did not want their input. Um, everyone has an opinion and sometimes when you're dealing with the situation, you don't need that outside noise. Um, and you know, quite well, I was stressing out a bit because a tons of people were messaging me telling me to go home earlier. And I knew I'm like I definitely can't go home earlier. No. I'm like I am too sick to get the on a flight. The symptoms that we had that. that one week where we were literally just laying in bed, we couldn't move. Like we knew we were really sick, and there was no way that Steph was going to be getting on a plane. No, during that and time. And then I knew I was going to make the call on Thursday as to whether or not I could fly on Friday and delay the flight. Um, but by Thursday, thankfully, the fever broke, so all the chill, like. A lot of the horrible symptoms were gone. So I knew I'd be okay. And then, yeah, I really pulled it together. I almost think I had a bit of adrenaline going on where I, like, placebo affected my body to be better. Um, And then once I got back home and I was safe again and I didn't have to stress about anything, my body was like, and now it's all going to come out again. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, no, that was a really tough call because Australia did close their borders um, and they also did close. It was only open to citizens and permanent residents, which I am neither. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to get back immediately or I would have been locked out. Right. So, yeah, so it worked out. But I mean, there's just so many things to take into account right now. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I feel like us being together, being so sick, I feel like we were keeping each other sick. <laughs> so it was probably good that you probably. left when you did. <laughs> In my tiny little flat, we're just recirculating the coronavirus into each other's lungs. Um, Yeah, it was pretty brutal. But So, travel bans. I think everyone right now needs to be operating on the assumption that this is going to last for six months. So, your friend's wedding in Italy. Dunzo. Um, I really hope she's not listening to this because that was so insensitive. (laughs) Dunzo. Sorry. (laughs) I mean, she's got to know it by now. Italy's the epicenter. I know. I know. But still, maybe, you know, we could be like, yeah, anyways, she's probably not listening. I don't know her. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I mean, anything for the six months, people, you just need to operate on the assumption it's canceled and you're going to be home and kind of accept this reality. And this is why 
it's funny because you and I were talking about something totally different before we started recording and you said you were glad you were talking to me because I'm really good in high stress situations. Yeah. Um, and the reason I'm so good when this shit happens is because I just mentally prepare for the worst. So when it happens, I've already accepted it. Like I'm not pissed off. I'm not upset. I'm not. I'm just like, okay, well, this is what we're going to do then. Mm. Like I've already come up with my other plans. And I think that's what everyone else needs to be doing right now. I mean, yeah, at this point, you got to keep yourself busy, right? Yeah. So Um, how do we, in the scope of travel, mm. in a time when people can't travel, and I mean, this is getting deeper and deeper. Australia, I don't know if you saw it today, Andrea, Australia is closing its state borders. Yes, I saw that. So you can't even travel within Australia. So, Yeah. So if I wanted to travel to a different state, I'd have to quarantine again for 14 days in that state. So we're getting really limited on what we're we not can supposed do. to move. We're all supposed to stay home. We're all supposed to isolate. How do you stay sane and how do you scratch that travel itch? Well, for me, my like my mental health and whenever I feel mm-hmm. like I'm I'm uh, things are closing in and I'm stressed out. The first thing I do is like I book a flight somewhere and I go travel. Yeah. So and it's such a catch 22, right? Because we're in this situation now where it's causing a lot of anxiety and stress Granted, I feel like I'm a pretty chill person. I haven't gotten to that crazy point yet where I'm feeling cooped up. It's probably because I've been sick and now I'm starting to feel better. So I'm just happy that I feel normal. Um, but the thing that I usually do, I can't do now. So I've, I, we have to think of other ways. Um, and especially when it comes to travel, if that's what, you know, that's one of our hobbies and uh, what could we do just being at home? And so... I kind of put together a little list of things I think okay. I'm going to try to do in the next couple of weeks. It's going to keep my spirits up, keep me excited about once we come out at the end of this, you know, the, the travel opportunities. And I don't know, maybe you guys have some ideas as well. If you do, let us know mm-hmm. by Instagram um, or Twitter or wherever. Um, but the first thing I'm going to do, and I've been, this has been on my list for like a year now. And this is the perfect opportunity to do it. I need to start making photo albums from my previous travels. And I have never done that. I have so many photos saved on my laptop and external hard drives that I was thinking to myself like a year ago. I was like, I really should just do something with these. Create some nice photo albums of like all the places I've traveled. And what better time to do it than now? And it gives me an opportunity to reflect back on previous vacations I've done or places I've been um, in a time where I can't just book a flight and go see them in person. Oh, yeah. No, I think that was actually going to be at the top of my list as well is, well, you know, we've all taken hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of photos. Yeah. Um, just organizing our travel photos, I'm sure something that is on all of our lists. And I'll tell you, even on my flight back, I deleted over 3,000 photos. Yeah. Just I went through and I was just scrolling for hours, just being like, okay, I took 20 photos here. This is the good one. Delete night. And yeah. I started organizing that way. That's a good and idea. It's, well, it's almost like think about organizing them because I definitely need to do that as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Just a full on photo organization. Um, and then I think posting content because what I actually take a lot of good photos. If you look at my Instagram, I haven't posted in three or four weeks. Yeah. Um, I took so much good content in Tasmania and I haven't posted any of it. Right. So I want to treat, you know, I'm going to treat different 
trips as little projects to create content that I actually do post online now. Yeah. And you can share it with other people and give them, you know, so they get a sense of what you did on your holiday when you were still able to travel. But yeah, share those photos with people, especially people you know that they have an interest in traveling as well. Um, Which, and that reminded me of also joining uh, travel groups online. So Steph, I know you and I were part of the Solo Female Traveler Network on Facebook. Yes. And even just looking through that recently, people posting photos, sharing experiences with one another, again, during a time where... You can't travel. It's actually like brought my spirits up a little bit where someone will post a photo like uh, and I'm like, oh, I've been there. I remember my trip there. So, yeah, just kind of sharing. And I find those groups are really good, especially the solo female travel network of just lifting each other up. Yes. So when you post something, they're all and they're they're like your hype girls. They're like gorgeous photos, girls. You look stunning. Like, yeah, they're fantastic. So, yeah, you can really spend some time. Um kind of getting involved in a group and seeing how because a lot of times we know the ugly side of the internet yeah there's these amazing sides as well and maybe it's time to explore that definitely and that brings me to my next point now this is not going to be applicable to everyone because we know there are people that have lost their jobs uh during this pandemic but for those of us that have had the opportunity to work from home thankfully and i'm i'm you know one of those people this should be a time that we are able to to put more money aside. We're not going out. We're not going to bars and restaurants and clubs. Um, and so for those of us that can save money, maybe it's a good opportunity to start putting that money aside and saving for that sort of dream trip you've wanted to take and use the time to plan that. Like, again, mm. we, we can't actually go out and travel. So why not use the time to plan for your next big sort of adventure trip again if you have the opportunity to do so mm-hmm. for those well, and I'll say yeah so I come from the side because I work in the events realm and I had a number of jobs lined up in these coming months that have all been canceled so I've actually lost thousands of dollars and my hours are down so I'm on the end where I'm losing a lot of money yeah um and the way I'm framing this time because if I focus too much on that, I'll go crazy is just really spending my time working on side projects. So, you know, working on some podcast items more, working on um, our website that we're about to launch, working, you know, all these different side projects I've wanted to do, getting them up and off the ground. And I think uh, so many people, especially the types of people who listen to podcasts, I find you, you have those ideas all in your head. They're all brewing. And this is the perfect opportunity to make them come to fruition. So start a side hustle. And I mean, obviously no side hustle is a money banger from the get go, but you have to start. And if you don't start, it'll never go anywhere. Exactly. So I think taking advantage of the time, because I mean, it's so easy to fall into the trap of just watching Netflix and playing around on your phone and just don't be that person. Yeah. Well, one of the things, <laughs> Make something of it. one of the things I had put on my list as well, um, again, directly related to travel. I, 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 for one, am not a great cook, but I'm like, this is a great opportunity to start cooking more and doing international dishes. Right. So again, Mm. I can't travel to Italy and go have amazing pasta, but I can cook it at my house. And this is, again, going to keep that sort of travel vibe alive while you're still stuck inside. Start learning how to do cook like an international dish. 
from a country that yep. you've been to before and you had like the most amazing meal. Learn how to make that at home. I love that point. I'll have to pass it on because I'm actually in. So I'm not just self-isolating now because we do think I have coronavirus and I live with my partner. I'm quarantining. Yeah. So I actually right now I'm in the spare room. Spare washroom is mine. I'm not allowed into the common spaces. So he's actually cooking for me and leaving the food at the door. I love it. Um, we also so have to I'll- give we also have to give Andrew credit um, for this episode because <laughs> he is. Uh, so because Steph is locked in a, a room, basically, um, she had to record this via the computer that's sitting in the their office and yeah. Andrew is the one that has actually hit record on Steph's yeah. uh, audio of this episode so yeah. Andrew's getting some production uh credit for this episode so thanks Andrew he's well, like it's funny because when I went into the audio store years I'm gonna go now and bought my equipment um they were all out of the reasonable length microphone cord yeah like, I only needed three to four feet and they were all out so I have this like 15 foot microphone cord which we've laughed at for a year like even bringing it to your place I'm winding it around my arm for like 10 minutes yeah, to wrap it so up long, and now long. today I was like there was a purpose even that I'm like one of those hippie to be there's a reason for everything yeah but because my microphone is plugged into the office, which is a shared space, which I'm not allowed into, <laughs> dragged dragged across the office hall, and I'm sitting on the floor in the bedroom. So that 15-foot cord <laughs> finally came in handy. Who knew? Two years ago, when you got that yeah. cord, what, there. As it said, was for a pandemic. It, we, it was for a global pandemic that was going to happen. <laughs> Um, so purpose we, and everything yeah so we could keep bringing this podcast to you guys um but yeah so the whole cooking things so with Steph maybe you don't cook yet but when you're no. able to you know bring uh bring another country into your own kitchen all right I will yeah I think you should try a new dish um and the other thing I had as well I mean Steph and I from all of our travels we've got lots of friends from other countries mm-hmm. that live in different parts of the world. This is such a good opportunity to call those people now. Do a FaceTime with them. Yes. And you feel like you're together and, you know, you might have friends in Spain or Italy or, you know, as Steph and I, Steph's in Australia, I'm in the UK. But call those people up and just see what they're up to. See how their quarantine yeah. is going and you at least feel like you're experiencing it together. Yeah, you're close. You're far away, but close. Yeah. I, um, one thing that I'm doing is, so in our travel resolution episode, one of my travel resolutions was to, you know, learn more about and experience more about the Australian indigenous community. Yeah. And we actually had a listener, Aaron Hewitt, who sent me a book suggestion that focused specifically on how to support the indigenous community as a traveler Mm -hmm. in Australia. Like it was spot on. Um, so I already started reading that and was making a list, but I'm going to finish. I mean, how many of us have that book pile that we have on our to read list that we haven't? Like you were just reading Nomadic Matt's book. Um, Mm -hmm. we, we all have that list. So I'm actually reading that book just really thoughtfully and then making a list of all the things I'm going to do once, you know, this is over. So then I can actually not only go out and support the community as I wanted to originally when I, you know, said that in that episode, but even now in a more meaningful way that, you know, everyone's going to have been through a bit of a harder time. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely yeah. going to read through um, all the travel related newspaper clippings that my dad sends me <laughs> in the post. 
my dad has this thing now where he likes to send them through for content for mine and Steph's um, for this podcast, which is great. But they've all sort of piled up. And I'm going to look through them all now, and I'm going to use them for content for the podcast. Mm-hmm. But then also, I'm going to start planning for when I can travel again. Like, where do I really yeah. want to go? And that was one of my New Year's resolutions, wasn't it? To start planning better and planning yeah. more before I go on trips. And now this is a great opportunity. So I'm going to put together a list of all the countries that I'm going to get to as soon as we can leave and get on a plane again. Um, yeah. And I'll maybe, you know, almost make like a bucket list, which I never really, I never really do that. Again, I just sort of look at like what's cheap and go there. But now this is a good yeah. opportunity to hunker down maybe you could also i wonder if as we get through this there will be somebody who you know kind of puts a list together of the hardest hit places you know what i mean because i feel like london is a city where people can are like people are going to be hard hit um but once it's through it it's you know easier to get back on your feet Mm -hmm. versus you know some small obscure places who you know their economy was 90 percent tourism yeah. Who've been devastated. You know, maybe you can thoughtfully plan as well in terms of how to support the hardest hit yeah. um, communities. Economies. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, you know, look up places that you wouldn't think of going, I guess. And uh, it's like you said, mm-hmm. small communities. Um, maybe that's going to be next year. That's what the travel plan is going to be. Have you been to Croatia? Yes, I have been to Croatia. Okay, did you see about the earthquake today? Yeah. I mean, just so much devastation on top of devastation, so. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess it's, like yeah. you said, good opportunity to do some research and see, like, which which countries are going to be affected by this the most and what you can do to sort of give back and put some money back into their economy once this is all over. This is so, I mean, it's just so crazy being here in Australia because we were just having this conversations about the bushfires and trying to put money back into the communities that were hardest hit by the bushfires. And now, you know, it's happening all over again. It's just not the year people anticipated 2020 was going to be. Well, I don't know. It can't get any worse, can it? Can it? (laughs) I'm going to eat those words. I know. I feel like when we recorded two weeks ago, we would have said that too. <laughs> and look how far we've come. Yeah. Well, guys, we're all in this together. But everyone stay home. Uh, Stop getting together think- and socializing and let's just nip it in the bud now while we can. <laughs> and I think the advice too really is if you are traveling right now, you either need to make the decision to go home as soon as possible, yeah. as your government is likely advising you to do, or evaluate if you're going to stay. You want to plan. You want to have six months buffer, yeah, in savings, in ability um, to be where you are. Make that decision thoughtfully. Don't be that person who puts someone else in a hard position because they need to help you because you selfishly didn't go home. Exactly. Um. Yeah, and then just try to find all the ways to keep yourself travel focused, even though you're not moving. Call your travel friends, cook international dishes, organize your photos, start that side hustle, start writing that book you want to write. Just all the projects you've had reeling in your mind, this is really the time to bring them to life. Yes, and we will be traveling again soon. It's not True. the end, guys. We're going to come out from this and <laughs> we're all we're all going to be a lot more positive about life, I think. Once all of this is done and over with. I mean, 
certainly I hope it gives everyone a new appreciation for uh, the things they've taken for granted. I think a couple episodes ago I mentioned how air flight flight is one of those things I never take for granted. Mm-hmm. A, because it's amazing that we can just even do it. Yep. Um, but this is another reason because look how quickly, you know, it'll crumble and these the major airlines are going to survive, but this is going to change the travel industry. Yeah. And we don't even know how yet. Yeah. Definitely. Something to think about. Yeah. All right. Well, we will keep you guys posted on Steph's coronavirus test outcome. (laughs) We'll see if we actually were suffering from it. And we hope everyone stays safe and positive. Stay safe, stay positive. And guys, if you have a side hustle... Shoot us a message. See how we can help you. Yeah, definitely. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. We will see you next week. All the Shit I've Learned Abroad is a travel podcast focused on anything and everything related to travel. You can listen to us on multiple platforms from iTunes to Google Play Music and more. And with that, please, if you have a chance, give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. That drives us up the charts and really, really helps us out. Want to support us on Patreon? Find us over at Should Have Learned Abroad Pod. Donations start as low as just $1. Also, if you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Should Abroad Pod and Facebook by searching all the Should Have Learned Abroad. Thanks so much for listening. Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode, and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 